For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on demand. No! So could you please give us some good news on the show today? Some good news, because everything seems to be bad. And I said, you know, I was kind of thinking the same thing, but here's what I came up with for good news. Are you ready? We don't get into politics here on the RP Show. That's the good news. Homie, don't play that game. That's not what we do. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back to the show. If you're just joining us, welcome to Hour 2. The CFL Global Draft is underway. So if we can have Nelson, let's just say, let's pretend that we are doing live coverage of the CFL Global Draft, because in a way we are. All right. So, I, I, like I said, that was number one of my quick six show topics. Why don't you hit the horn, Jordan, just for the sake of hitting the horn? If you don't mind. Quick six show topics. Now my arm's starting to hurt from my vaccination shot. Is it just sitting in? <laughs> uh, don't wave, Rod. Uh, but I'm still alive. So when the picks come in, who wants to be our designated runner? Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, or can as the picks come in, the BC Lions, you are now on the clock with the number one overall selection in the 2021 CFL Global Draft. Take it away, Rick Campbell. And Neil McAvoy. Yeah. Okay. It's Armando Moreno's job. Here's my thinking. Our Mexico City global reporter sitting there probably watching CFL.ca right now and not us. Yeah. So if we can get a message to him, he's going to be our on-the-spot reporter. My God. There's my bucket list. Going live to Mexico City and bringing on Armando Moreno on video chat to be our Mexican global reporter. I love it. I think we got to make it happen. Uh, so thank you, Nelson. Our VP of Sim Events says he's on it. You got it. Thank you. So <clears throat> people are getting cheeky here. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Very early on, I told Darren this, the first month that we were on the air, 464 shows ago, I would lay down my head at night and worry about what we were going to talk about the next day because I didn't have any idea. Yep. And then after that first month, it just ended because I knew we'll always have something to talk about. So with the talk of the new arena, and I thank the gentleman who brought it up on YouTube, the new arena for this city here, the sweatpants capital, it's like raising alarm bells all across the country. <laughs> People are like, who says you're getting an NHL team? Uh, nobody, but we're still going to build an nhl size rink. Probably. Uh, Saskatoon did it in 1988, FYI, and you could still lead off the floor. And it's home to the Saskatchewan Rush. I feel like I just blew everybody's mind with what's going on. Cause, uh, so the NLL Expansion Committee said to me, tell Sean Semple it's got to be minimum 14,000 seats to get an expansion team. So some guy wrote in here, Dylan Spicer here, He's been watching in Nova Scotia. He's like, well, I think it was Dylan that said, but what about Halifax? They have a 9,000-seat facility, the Metro Center. Wasn't an expansion team. It was moved. Like, you really got to hang on every word of how this stuff plays on, right? That's right. Like, I know there's a little bit of semantics and stuff, but this is how these big shot guys get around stuff like this. Oh, yeah. The wording, trust me. Ryan McCarthy checking in from Saratoga, New York. He says, the Albany NLL name and logo reveal today. It's down to the attack, the Black Arrows, and the Firewolves. Ryan McCarthy's coming on our show tomorrow to talk about that and the NLL in Albany, New York. Ooh. So that's why I say so from Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg, he says, this arena conversation is pretty interesting, and it's a big deal. Big new stadiums and arenas are always a big deal. Exactly. Mike in Toronto. He says, why not build a new rink? 
Maybe this new North NHL division is driving it. What's been talked about around here for quite some time? Breaking in the number one overall pick in the 2021 CFL Global Draft. Did you see it, Dupes? Yes, I did. The BC Lions select from Australia, punter Jake Ford. I feel like going, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. And I'll tell you why, but you have a point. Breaking news. Yeah. First time in the history of drafts that a punter has went first overall. Like, ever. Isn't it? We've made history today. Ever. A punter went number one overall. My thinking was that it was going to be some ferocious the next David Benefield defensive end out of Italy, and he's going to kick everybody's ass and... A punter? No. What? <laughs> G'day, mate. You know what? He's probably going to play kick the snot out of the ball. <laughs> Look at Bartel. That, that's the comparison they're drawing in the comments, and I get that for sure. And if you're going to draft a number one, you want somebody who can come over and play. So I get it. Punters are people, too. Are they, though? Um, by the way, John Ryan wrote in yesterday to our Instagram, he of the National Football League for 14 seasons, when I crawled up Channing Crowder's ass about his comments about there shouldn't be any minor league. Fo- uh, did you see John Ryan's comment? I missed John's. John wrote into our Instagram and he said, I played 14 years in the National Football League and would have played zero without a lower developmental league. So take that for what you will. Wayne and Victoria says, this is great. I'm on pins and needles. <laughs> the Edmonton football team selects from Denmark. That's my country. Offensive lineman Steven Nielsen. There have been overall number one picks gone before that are offensive linemen. So it's not a shock that number two would be an offensive lineman. That makes more sense. I can see the clip living in infamy of the number one overall pick of the punter, though. <laughs> yeah. What was his name? Oh, and the reason, Jake Ford, very Canadian-sounding name. Yeah. And we're we're serious about it. Trust me, I am. And you made a good point. The guy would probably play. Yeah. Like this year. Oh, yeah. If he can kick, and I'm sure he can, you're not going to draft him if he can't kick. The nuances of the game, I mean, they do matter for punting for sure, especially with the rouge and you know, directional kicking and all that stuff. But it's a little easier to get on the field and kick the ball than it is to run routes or, you know, especially be in coverage as a defensive back or, a you know, outside linebacker. It becomes tough. Well, we've become your official Canadian Football League global draft coverage rights holder. I'm all about it. Yeah, why not? Who else is? Wait, no one, Rod. Okay, we'll do it. Uh... Patrolman Pete talking about Nielsen. He says he's the next Nikolai Ehlers, but for football. Nelson Hackowitz goes on to say Nielsen, that offensive lineman that went number two overall to Edmonton, was the top-ranked global prospect playing at Eastern Michigan. Right there is an interesting case study in why rankings don't mean a wad of spit. Because a punter went number one overall instead of the number one ranked prospect. Number one ranked by who? Because the BC Lions, as you know, have a need at the punting position. Yeah. Neil McAvoy, what did you think about taking a punter number one overall? We couldn't believe he was there, Rod, at number one. From Dominic D on YouTube, Jake Ford played Division Two. CDXX time watching on YouTube says, well, they should try signing a real punter, the Argos, and not a YouTuber. Remember that? Destroying? Destroying? Guy gets pissed off at Corey Chamberlain because he's not playing him right. Maybe spend less time on YouTube and more time kicking footballs, and you might get out on the field. This is going fast. 
But the third overall selection in the 2021 CFL Global Draft, the Toronto Argonauts select defensive back Tiggy Sanko from Great Britain. Sounds like a character in Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Defensive back Tiggy Sanko from Great Britain. Third overall. Wow, there's some intrigue here. From Todd Pinkney writes in, what's wrong with punters? Grr. Well, don't get mad at us if one's never gone number one overall ever in the history of football. Don't ask us. Ask the football people. History was made today. You should be happy. Jake Ford. Uh... <laughs> Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, you guys are doing a great job. We shouldn't belittle the global draft. Jake Ford might be a good punter. I'm 100% certain he's a tremendous punter. That's the whole point. With number one point today, an hour ago, was I said it would be a disservice to, what did I say, underestimate or belittle this draft, a disservice to the Canadian Football League and to the players that are in. I said that an hour ago. See, you got to... Coffee starts at 9 Pacific, Wayne. Wakey, wakey. I think. Get out of bed. I think, you know, when we talk about the global draft and those who don't take it seriously or, you know, scoff at it, you think that this, this kid in Denmark is playing on the offensive line out in the schoolyard with, you know, no pads and, you know, a hockey helmet on his head. But he's playing at Eastern Michigan. Eastern Michigan. Right. The NCAA. Big boy football. Like, they can play football. So, you know, we'll see if it, if it uh, can translate into the Canadian League. Tank Abbott's watching from the energy capital. On the punter going number one overall? Do you see what Tank said? Yeah. Or it may just tell you how bad the rest of the talent is. Well, there's that. From our draft, what do we call him? What do we call him? Nelson. Our VP of Sim events. Uh, uh, no, but, but not oh, today. We need, we need a draft. Yeah, he's, he's our Mel Kuyper. Yeah. Right? He's our draft expert. He's our draft expert. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers have selected linebacker Les Moreau of Japan. Ah, so. <laughs> what? Linebacker Les Moreau of Japan. Can you throw me the Winnipeg guys? Yeah. Are you able to get it? Thank you. Thank you. Um, I said to Darren, this is the difference between our show and what you're seeing on most <laughs> network shows. If they drop their pen, Dregs isn't waiting. He's waiting till the break to pick it up. That's right. Me, we pick it up right in the middle of the show. Uh, Wayne in Victoria goes on to say, I was making a joke, Rod. It's hard to convey humor online. LOL. Thank you. From J. Pierre Ducharme. Why does that name ring a bell to me? Well, Ducharme's the coach in Montreal. Is that it? That's it? Dominic Ducharme? Maybe. Brilliant pick by the BC Lions. Now they release their American kicker. Is Sergio Castillo under contract? And who is their punter? Oh, it's that kid from USC. Or LA. Mm. Remember from the Sim game. See what we got out of the Sim game? The Sim. Oh, if I had my roster in front of me, I would even remember his name. That kid was good in the video game. We couldn't remember how to say his name. I know, we couldn't. And then he just kicked the, like... Flintoft. Flintoft. Yeah, like... He gone. Uh, from CD... Who is this guy? CDX Time on YouTube says, uh, Good thing our broadcaster, TSN, has absolutely nothing on the homepage or CFL page about the global draft. Again, what I said an hour ago, we're not the official PR arm of the Canadian Football League, nor are we the official broadcaster, but what the hell? We'll provide live coverage of round one and subsequent rounds of the CFL Global Draft today. From our VP of Sim Events, uh, Nelson Hakowitz says, Stephen Flintoff. We got it right. We got it right. Uh, did, 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 did people realize how important that sim season was for the Canadian Football League? Oh, yeah. You know yourself there are certain guys in the Canadian Football League that knew that. The picks are coming in fast and furious. We've got three of them. Yeah. 
Where are we? Let me go back here. Nelson says the Montreal Alouettes have drafted punter Joseph Zima from Australia. I can see it now. 1,000 miles to Zima. From Jordan Blodgett, he says Rod's memory is completely mind-blowing. Thank you, Director Jordan. It is unbelievable, isn't it? When you consider how long I screwed with my mind that I would still have a memory. It's unbelievable. Uh, from Dominic D, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders have chosen running back from Germany, Christopher Azila. Christopher Azila. Next stop, Plaza of Honor. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I, the comments are coming in. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying to keep up with you all. Where was the guy? I think it was Patrolman Pete. Allie Hicks writes in on Facebook. She says, I'm really going to miss watching your awesome show live when I return to work. So informative and entertaining and so glad you provide great CFL coverage. Thank you, Allie Hicks. Thank you, Allie. Here, it's Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg. says, I appreciate the seriousness of this draft, but the league is in the middle of an existential crisis. It's like looking at couches in Ikea when your house is burning down. Is Barney logged in yet? Okay, I'll just say this before I go. I was talking to uh, a guy with the CFL the other day. I said, come on, really? You got a schedule out. You got training camps have not yet been delayed yet. You're talking about inducting the Hall of Fame class at Grey Cup. It's like, what what are we all? We're here in pixie dust and unicorn piss. This isn't real. And he's like, what are we supposed to do, Rod? They don't know. So they got to have a draft. They got to conduct business as normal until what? There's no business to conduct until there's no season. Until, right. there, until there's a decision that there's no season. Absolutely. They got to do what they're doing. They got to take care of business. So that is our coverage today of the Canadian Football League Global Draft. And we'll continue it after our chat with Barney. That's coming up next. Lots to chat with with him. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk live streaming for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. This podcast is brought to you by Danette May and Mindful Health LLC, featuring Danette May's top superfood product from her Earth Echo Foods line, Cacao Bliss. Nothing feels better than being able to enjoy rich, smooth, creamy chocolate and knowing you're doing something good for your body. We start with 100% organic cacao beans that are naturally kissed by the sun, maintaining its miraculous health benefits. Then we blend it with turmeric, MCT oil, coconut, Himalayan sea salt, cinnamon and black pepper for the perfect blend to make you feel the best you ever have. The result Fall in love with a truly decadent, healthy, guilt-free chocolate, removing your cravings, facilitating weight loss, boosting your energy, and reducing your inflammation with one simple drink. Not only that, it's friendly to paleo, gluten-free, keto, vegan, and vegetarian diets. For the last eight years, we have been a leader in the superfoods market and are proud to have served millions of customers worldwide. We're offering up to 15% off when you use code MINUTE at earthechofoods.com slash Minute Media. Follow us on Twitter at May and at Earth Echo Foods. Oh yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. This is just so much fun. I'll say it again. The Canadian Football League Global Draft is today. We're the only ones providing live coverage. And our viewers are telling me there's been like five punters taken so far in the CFL Global Draft. You can't make this up. We'll continue our coverage in a moment. But let's go out to Ottawa now and join our good friend Matthew Barnaby. And Barney, uh, long time no see, my friend. I'm I'm looking down at our poll question. I want to... Get your take on it for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center today. Should the Vancouver Canucks be forced to play Friday night? 
64% on Twitter saying no, they should not. 36% say yes, they should. And they're supposed to play the orders. Can we start there, Barney? Where would you vote on that? Yeah, I, I'd probably go no, just because I know how it affects a lot of different people. It's it's a tough one there. And just listening to uh, Miller's comments the other day, this this is a tough virus. So uh, they're in tough against it for, for the rest of the year. The schedule is going to be uh, insane for them. So you just hope that everyone's healthy, everyone's okay. They get through this. Uh, obviously not a playoff team, uh, so I don't know why we force the issue. But again, there's a lot of logistics that go into this as well. Well, I'm interested to get your take as a player. I really am. Because there are a lot of people saying this is a Denver Broncos scenario. Remember how they forced them to play this year? But they sat players out. They've got bigger rosters. It's not the same situation. No, no, it isn't. Uh, obviously, you know, we're, you know you're, you're talking about a situation where, where guys just aren't feeling right. And, yeah, there was, I think, four players from Denver that you're referring to as the whole quarterback room and, they had to use a guy that hadn't played quarterback, I don't think, since high school. By the way, going back to the punters being drafted, uh, my New York Jets uh, in a couple of weeks better not draft a punter at number two or we're going to have deeper issues than I thought. But this is just a tough situation for everyone involved in the NHL. Obviously, the Vancouver Canucks, I have a buddy that uh, plays for them. Uh, fortunately, unfortunately for him, he just had shoulder surgery, so uh, he hasn't had to deal with any of this COVID. Hey, by the way, uh, you know this show well enough. We're not as uh, we don't take ourselves as seriously as a lot of the shows that you go on. We're about family around here. By the way, the Jets, I can't think they'll screw up the number two overall pick, and it will be Zach Wilson, and we'll see how that goes. But Janelle Barkman of Saskatoon's watching. She says, "Ask Matthew about Jax. I never caught your son's name, but I saw your son signed this week or last. Is that Jax Jackson?" <laughs> No, no, no. My 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 son is uh, Matthew Jr. So what's Jack? Uh, Matthew Joseph Thomas Jr. And uh, yes, he just uh, got called up the East Coast. Got his first uh, point last night. So congratulations to him as he embarks on his professional career. Uh, Jax is uh, a little golden retriever, uh, six uh. weeks old. My little cottage buddy. So yeah, he's uh, he's hanging around somewhere up here. Okay, okay. Uh, sorry, I, I don't know how I missed that one, Janelle. But I, I would, could honestly sit here and talk about Matthew Jr. forever because I'm following the ECHL pretty closely. Brendan Kotick, a friend of ours, is down there in South Carolina, and they're playing, and he was – I don't know if you saw that. Like, what about the ECHL? Pretty pretty proud of them to get going this year because there's not a lot of money in that league, Barney. Yeah, there isn't, and there's 14 teams playing, 12 teams that are sitting out. Um, you know, it's a different dynamic. It's a really strong league because obviously when you only have half the amount of players um, that are playing, you have teams from the AHL that didn't play. The league is that much harder. So uh, it, it's it's a great tribute to them. Obviously, a lot of different regulations uh, down south. Um, I, I know teams that, you know, have dealt with the COVID issue and, and certainly where they are now is a little different than they were a few months ago, only because they're getting vaccinated. Uh, vaccinated so much so, so much more than we are in Canada. So uh, tribute to them. The hockey is great, fun to watch, and uh, like I said, hopefully they, they go through the rest of the year without too many obstacles. So, Barney, you have a brand. Uh, people know you. They know your history. And my viewers are writing in. They want to know your thoughts on certain things. And I know you'll give them. <laughs> so, this, Fire this, away. Yeah. This, <laughs> the state of the Sabres. If you don't mind, man. Well, it's that's that's uh, that's that's been the the sixty four million dollar question uh, for the last ten years. What is the plan for the Buffalo Sabers? And you know, it's kind of patchwork right now. You know, a different coach, a different general manager. Seems like every second year, uh, no continuity between the teams. You have a star in Jack Eichel now that's on, on the sidelines. You go spend seventy two million dollars on. Jeff Skinner, listen, they were they had the gun held to their head. They didn't really have a choice. I didn't think it would be a good signing long-term nor short-term, but they didn't really have that choice. Everything that they have done has been the opposite of probably what you should do. And it starts with the front office. Listen, I love the Pagoulas. I love their enthusiasm. They do a great job with the Buffalo Bills. The NFL is a little different than the NHL. Uh, NFL, they kind of help you through your hiring process into getting a general manager, maybe a coach. There's a, there's a board that's put together to kind of 
be a be a middleman to try to help you along the way um, in navigating through that business. In the NHL, it's sink or swim. You take control of a team and, and you do what you really want with it. And when you have an owner um, in Kim Pagula, the wife of of the billionaire, the 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 the, the great Terry Pagula. Um, and when owners are making business decisions, not only business decisions, hockey decisions, who comes in, who leaves, who do they sign, that's a recipe for disaster. And that's why we really don't see an end in sight. Usually I can say, okay, I, I can see it changing in two or three years, uh, but that's just not the case. You have Kevin Adams, who's a great friend, a great guy, uh, but when you haven't ever been in a role, even in a front office and you're the GM of a team um, that really needs a lot of help. It's not a good situation there. So I feel bad for the fans of Western New York, great fan base, uh, but this all starts and ends uh, with the owners. You know what? I'd love to uh, just stay on the Sabres talk. Everybody loves a grease fire, right? You can't look away. I can't believe the amount of talk there is around the Buffalo Sabres. You explained that Bills thing. They're very... Well, because I was wondering, how can one family turn the bills around but not the Sabres? And you explained it very well there. But just to stay on the Sabres for a second, Taylor Hall gets out. And I know he's a rental player, his contract's up. But Jack Eichel, injury aside, would he not be looking at him going, it's sort of like Shawshank Redemption. Andy got out. You know, like Eichel's got to be a little jealous. Yeah, Andy. Andy found that hole in the wall and kept digging. Um, right. I'm sure. I, I'm sure that Jack is starting in his cell right now. He's got the the pitchfork out. He's got the shovel, and he's going to try to dig himself out. I, I just don't see uh, Jack Eichel staying there long term anymore. I mean, he's going to have the money. We know he signed for eighty million dollars uh, over eight years. The the money's always always going to be there and he's a talented guy yes got an injury this year didn't wasn't playing up to you know his capabilities he was unbelievable last year but he has to look around know that there still isn't a goaltender in the organization really that you can hang your hat on defensively they aren't great who's going to be the coach long term still don't know love Don Granado great guy maybe he is the guy uh but Who's going to help him offensively achieve the things not only offensively that he wants to do in the future, but also winning-wise? So you're going to have your money anyways, and there's going to be a lot of teams that are going to line up for you. So I think at some point, Jack Eichel forces a trade out of Western New York and helps someone else, hopefully for them, uh, win a Stanley Cup. But Sabres are nowhere near competing for not only a Stanley Cup. They're not anywhere near competing for a playoff position. So I don't see Jack Eichel there long-term at all. Our, and then and then what, right? Our, one of our young viewers, Connor Anderson, asked me if I saw the goal last night on uh, Johnny Quick. And of course, because that's my team, the Vegas Golden Knights, Canada's team. So yeah, I saw Patches. I think it was a backhand from the blue line. And I'm like, Todd McClellan, personal friend. I'm like, Todd, how do you pull Johnny Quick after that? But what that showed me was, Barney, the pressure in LA. Right? It's like, Quick, get out of that. Yeah. It ended up being the game-winning goal. Yeah, that, that, that's a tough one. Eh? The, the, the old hopper through you, and you always say, how does that go in? Um, the ice pulls some funny tricks on you once in a while. Yes, Vegas is Canada's team, because why wouldn't you want to go to Vegas? And anyone that hasn't been there, uh, go see your team play. Um, if you aren't a Vegas <laughs> fan, what a place to, to watch a game. Just make sure you leave your credit cards at home, because it can get really expensive. But yeah, LA's, <laughs> L- L- LA's in a transition. They I think they're a little bit better this year than I thought that they would be, uh, a little bit more competitive uh, than they thought they would be. But there's certainly a team that's in the flux. You see Carter being traded, waving that no movement clause. Um, they still have Quick, they a uh, Dowdy and, and Kopitar, uh, but they're kind of in that middle ground right now. Probably a little bit more towards developing. Um, I see probably in the future a few of these guys moving on and uh, completing the rebuild on the fly. Yeah, well, the question will be, who will do it first, Ducks, Kings, or Sharks? And you remember California used to be, I called it Death Valley. When you went through there as a road team, it wasn't if you got beat. It was how bad you were getting beat. And now all three of them are missing the playoffs again. And I think the Ducks will tell you they're probably, they feel they're ahead of the other teams. But anyways, 
was just talking about the patch already. Go. The viewers want to know your thoughts on the Senators game last night and the goal with 10 seconds left. I missed it because I was hosting another game. What was the controversy in the Jets-Ottawa game? Or was there one? Well, I, I, I gamble for a living now, right? I work for Bet99, so I'm watching all the games. And, uh, yes, I had Winnipeg. It was an unbelievable goal by Matthew Perot. They have a two-goal lead. It's it's iced. And then at the end, take a penalty, and it's in the back of the net. And a backdoor cover which we never like unless we have the team that covers. So Ottawa's a fun team to watch, man. They 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 work hard. Um, I really think they're 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 ahead of the curve. They're they're not an easy game for whoever they play, and they lose a lot of one goal games. But the the emergence of Drake Batherson, and I really think Norris. I always thought he'd be a third line center in the National Hockey League. He's definitely a two and could be a one. Uh, they have a lot of great young guys. Love the pickup of, of a kid I used to coach in in Victor, Victor Mete uh, that's played a couple games now for them. But Ottawa's a fun team to watch. I, I really, really like what they're doing there, and they're going to be really good. If they can afford all these guys in about three or four years, this is going to be a great little team uh, to watch. Connor Brown, and I was watching the start of that game last night. I'm like, Matt Murray's good <laughs> he's good he's just he's got a lot of work every night there but for them yeah <laughs> you know but he doesn't he's, have... he's, he's been he's yeah he's been great rod or he's been pathetic there's been no middle ground there's been stretches at the start of the year when he first came in i want to say his first five seven games roughly i mean he couldn't stop a beach ball then he went on a roll and he was absolutely awesome and then he got hurt, so it's dealing with that. But they desperately want him to be the guy. Listen, they signed him to a four-year deal and certainly will need that on most nights as good goaltending because they're a young team. They're going to make mistakes. Um, they had young kid Docker in, in playing his first game. Uh, so we're going to see a lot more of that. Shane Pinto is going to get a chance to just turn pro uh, at a, the University of North Dakota uh, under Brad Berry. So uh, they have a lot of good things, but Matt Murray is going to have to be really good for this team if they're going to make the playoffs in the next few years. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh kept the right goalie, but, I mean, Matt Murray doesn't have Malkin, Crosby, Latang <laughs> when he looks up ice. You know what I mean? So he's a great goalie. He's just he's with a very young team. Uh, hey, last one, Barney, because we do got a roll. Jason and Red Deer says, I can't wait to see a game in the Fortress and Allegiant Stadium. When you said leave your credit card at home, did you mean – at T-Mobile, leave it in your room, or just don't bring it to <laughs> Vegas at all. At all. What did you mean by that? I, I just, I just, I, I, I just like to bring cash when I go there because then when I get to the casinos and, and out, there's only so much damage that I can do. But here, I'll tell you a, a good story. I went to watch Winnipeg uh, against Vegas in the playoffs a, a few years ago, and I remember going to the bar after the first period. And I had a few friends with me, and I said, "Ah, don't worry, I'll pick up, uh, I'll pick up the first round." Uh, four rum and cokes, a hundred and five dollars American. <laughs> like, oh yeah, absolutely. And tipping twenty percent on top of it. <laughs> well, I, of course. Well, you know, thank God you know my story. I was in Vegas last year with my brother, and uh, two fifty for a diet coke, Barney. That's 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 <laughs> the win right there. <laughs> that's that's the win. That, yeah, you're you're a very smart man. You're way ahead of the curve, but I still love Vegas. Uh, I just hope to make enough money on the poker tables uh, to be able to uh, pay for the hockey. Yeah. Take care of some of my vices while I'm there. <laughs> exactly, Barty. Hey, a shot for Bet Ninety Nine before we let you go. Yeah, Canada's uh, place to bet. If you like betting sports, um, it, it's the place. Uh, very transparent. Uh, great guys. Uh, Toronto, Montreal company. So. If you like betting sports, bet99.com. Use the promo code Barnaby36. And for any first-time registrants, we'll match your deposit up to uh, $600. And I give my picks daily uh, on Twitter, Matt Barnaby3636. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks, Barney. Have a good day. Matthew Barnaby joining us from the nation's capital today. When we come back, a sports update. We will recap a very fast... CFL Global Draft. Is it over, guys? Four rounds, 36 picks going, and they're flying. Lots to get to. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. 
Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Welcome back, everybody. There's no Moose DuPont here right now, and uh, that's fine because we got a lot of stuff to get to. I just got this guy in Texas, Tanner Wilson, writing me. He's in Dallas. Just in the break, I looked it up. He's like, Rod, what do you think of this potential NHL to Houston jersey design? I don't have time to look at that, but there's a Twitter account, NHL to Houston. I'm telling you, the great state, Texas, and Houston are awaiting an NHL team. It's, it's going to happen. It's not if, it's when. But I don't have time to look at that. Uh, not right now. Munzee has texted me, Biggie Munz from Winnipeg. He was on last hour and he forgot to mention, to please give it a plug, the Conexus Credit Union Humboldt Broncos Memorial Golf Tournament dates are set for August 13th and 14th at the Humboldt Golf Club. Format, number of players, etc. will be announced in the future. So I would suggest Googling Conexus Credit Union Humboldt Broncos Memorial Golf Tournament. If you want to put in your team, it's August 13th and 14th at the Humboldt Golf Club. Proceeds going, of course, to the hockey club. Getting a lot of hate mail, which is cool. You wouldn't think so, right? But Troy Westwood has texted the bomber great, blue bomber great. He's like, hey, brother, what's going on with you guys in the game channel? Why aren't you on? I said, we're preempted due to an eSports tourney. He said, that's horse pucky. He didn't say horse that? pucky. Yeah, I, I did. He said something else. I said to Darren and the guys after the show yesterday, this is a watershed day. We're getting complaints from all across North America that our show's not on Game Plus this week because of the eSports tourney. This is a good thing. They know where to find us. We don't like disappointing people, but it sure as hell wasn't our decision. But Game Plus and Athens Sports is our daddy. What they say goes... Sports update, the top two teams in the NHL's Scotia North Division square off tonight. The Toronto Maple Leafs have a five-point lead on the Winnipeg Jets heading into the contest. Toronto's lost two in a row, helping keep the Jets within striking distance. In the dub hub, Blake Stevenson scored a pair of goals less than two minutes apart in the first period, and the Saskatoon Blades skated to a 3-0 victory over the Swift Current Broncos Wednesday. Ben McCartney scored in the second period, then added two more goals in the third To complete the hat trick, and Connor Unger made 38 saves as Brandon halted Winnipeg's win streak at six contests, beating the ice 5-3 in the Battle of Manitoba. Eli Zumak forced overtime with a goal at 19-29 of the third period, then scored the winner at 3-27 of the extra frame as the Spokane Chiefs slipped past the Portland Winterhawks 4-3. Josh Piller had two goals and three points, and Dylan Guerin made 16 saves for the shutout as the Kamloops Blazers earned their third win in a row, blanking the Prince George Cougars 5-0. Today in the Dub Hub, it's Regina versus Saskatoon. We'll have the call of it at 4 p.m. on Access Now Television. Tonight, it's the Moose Jaw Warriors against the Prince Albert Raiders at 8. The Toronto Blue Jays hit the road to begin a four-game series against the Kansas City Royals tonight. The injury-riddled Blue Jays have not named a starting pitcher for the opener. Righty Jacob Junis starts for Kansas City. Jays 6-6 six six on the year after winning 2-3 of three against the New York Yankees. And that's about all I got for now. This sports update for dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis with the best team of writers across Western Canada and the Pacific Northwest. Visit today, dubnetwork.ca, and for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors, including the new Almond Mocha, RP Show viewers get 20% off with the promo code RP Show. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. Now, we have this thing called the Great Western Ultra Update. Are you guys ready? I'm getting a lot of kudos for today's commentary on Cat Country 98 FM. And incidentally, on Monday, the show's now debuting on Rock FM in the south central part of the, sorry, south cent, east central part of the province. So we're growing. So you say, Clark, to just start talking. I'd start talking as soon as you flip this on the screen, right? Okay. <laughs> okay. 
Here we go. The Great Western Ultra Update. Clark in three, two, one. I thought at my age I'd be past being bullied or even being teased, but I guess not. On Wednesday, my age group came up to receive the COVID vaccine at the Regina Drive-Thru Clinic. Getting the shot hadn't been a huge priority for me, but my family was urging me to go, and I found some free time in the afternoon. I was in and out within 30 minutes, and the health professionals were actually in a joking mood. The young lady told me to take a selfie and put it on Facebook, so I did. While the vaccination received a lot of support, I was a little astonished by the scorn which came my way from strangers, and even more shocked that it came from friends. It's a scam, they said. I'm supporting lockdowns, they said. And now, apparently, I'm a robot. No, I'm halfway to being fully vaccinated. And for me, it was a big step in returning to normalcy. When the border opens, I'll be the first one headed to Florida, Arizona and Las Vegas. Look, I'm fuzzy on the origin of the virus. I'm not sure I believe it's random. I hate that sports and entertainment have virtually been wiped out around here. And I think COVID restrictions are excessive. But my friends across the country are jealous that I got the shot, and they say their province is woefully behind. I want to get back to normal for everyone as soon as possible, and this is a way to do it. No one can do everything, but everyone can do something to help. How about that? Go get a shot. We'll be right back with Overtime with Moose DuPont, Face Off, Viewer Takeover. It's all coming up next. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Okay, welcome back, everybody. We got breaking news. Pinks has pointed it out, but you guys already knew. Austin Matthews is out for the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight against the Winnipeg Jets. But guess who's in? Adam Brooks. You know what that means? Brooksy Bucks. Brooksy Bucks. He's going to score, too. Brooksy Bucks tonight for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Now, if you were watching throughout most of this show, which I thought Jeff the Stamps fan was, you'll recall that I said I try to keep abreast of events all across this country in the news, Mm -hmm. not just the sports, and in America as well. The rest of the world, but more so in my own country. And Jeff goes, what do you mean you had free time in the afternoon to go get a shot? Don't you have to get an appointment? That's a hard no, Jeff. No. And how social media works, which the world's just coming around on, and I thank the pandemic for that. Yesterday afternoon, I'm surfing Twitter, and a guy by the name of Trent Meyer on Twitter said, what's with all these no lineups for the COVID shots? Because we all know there's drive through COVID clinics. People have waited up to six hours in their age bracket in Regina. It's right in the shadow of Mosaic Stadium. It winds all through the exhibition grounds here. There's no lineup. I'm like, well, shoot, I'm going. I wasn't in a rush to go get my shot, but if I don't have to wait six hours, it's 30 minutes. Never left my car. Wow. Do you want me to send you a photo? Wow. You drive into a, like a huge garage. Yeah. And there's like four lanes, and they just come out and pop you. And our province is getting all these kudos across the country because... We're so efficient in getting it done. It goes back to our discussion one hour ago. It's the secret. You all think we're a bunch of podunk hillbilly stubble jumpers out here, and you keep thinking. Please keep thinking that, because that's our advantage on you big city slickers that are so much smarter, and you drive the big fancy cars, and you live in the big houses. My God, you're so lucky. Which sucks out here? Meanwhile, we got the best football stadium in the, in the country. We got an NHL-sized rink coming, a new baseball park downtown, money in the bank. You just keep thinking you're smarter than us. That's the secret. Fair? Fair. I like it. Uh, oh, where do the, Hussey's Huddle says, Hey, Rod and Darren, what is your favorite CFL stadium to experience other than Mosaic? I've said it for years. 
BC Place Stadium in downtown Vancouver. I love it, love it for a lot of reasons. The sight lines are great. The Lions game night production with the music and everything is as good as there is anywhere in football. And I do remember when the Riders and Lions played, unfortunately, it's going back a long time, 04, 05, 06, and those West Finals and semifinals. There's 55,000 fans at the game in Vancouver. And I remember walking around the concourse going, if this is the NFL, sign me up. Because I hadn't been in an NFL game yet. Mm -hmm. And I just love BC Place. Frankly, I love them all. Every CFL venue is, is tremendous. But for me, BC Place. You? Yeah, I can't answer because I haven't been to them all. Right? Yeah, but all, what's all your favorite? Country, You've been to right? some. Um, I, I, I get an, I'm in awe, too, when I go into Winnipeg and you walk in. You know, when I'm especially at field level and you look around, it's pretty similar to Mosaic Stadium in that kind of respect. Um, I like watching games in Calgary because they're so passionate. So I like right. that. I love watching games in Calgary. And in terms of cities, I haven't watched a game in Montreal, but I just love being in that city for any type of sporting event that's going on. I, I like the community. Yeah. So there's your answer. Yeah. Uh, I'm writing a note down. Don't mind me. See, you guys, can you pay attention to what I'm saying? I love Mark Zosel in Melford. I met him. He came to our Super Bowl party. He's a Golden Knights fan like me. But he says, so we're getting an NHL team? Nowhere did I say that. I said an NHL caliber arena. Saskatoon has an NHL caliber arena. Does not have an NHL team. Just because we're going to build an NHL caliber arena... In downtown Regina, doesn't mean we're getting an NHL team. That's right. You're a smart guy, Mark. Listen closely to what I say on a daily basis, please. Now, to the warm-up. No, the, uh, what are we calling it? The face-off. The face-off. Let's start it, fellas. The face-off for the Ultimate Fan Zone and the Mad Greek Restaurant. Darren... You explain what we're doing here. We got some photos to pass along. Yeah, we're facing off because it was just announced yesterday, I believe, what the teams will wear for the opening and closing ceremonies at the upcoming Tokyo Olympic Games. Love it. The summer games. So we're going to face off on the outfits from Canada and the USA. So I think we got the photos. Let's see it. There we go. You continue the commentary. So that's Canada's outfit for the closing ceremonies of the uh, Summer Olympics in Tokyo. I saw so, that yesterday and not, I love it. Not the first time they've done the, they've donned the green the uh, jean jacket. Uh, there's complaints that I would have really loved it if they would have went with the jeans and jean jacket, the full tuxedo. But I you know what? It's the summer game, so I, I don't I don't hate it. I really don't. I really like those. What are we arguing about? Yeah, that one's okay. <laughs> and I think we're okay. both probably going to be on the same we side. We have another the, one, don't we? Of the American ones. Ew. And that's the USA's. That looks like the yacht team from Finland. Which, you know, I'm a yacht guy. I, I could get behind the yacht gear, but to me, when I look at it, I see NASA. I'm like, oh, they're ready to go to, go to space. You don't like those? But uh, I'm not as big of a fan of those. But uh, No, me either. Can Canada's we go back okay. to the Canadian ones for a second? They are nice. That's a Canadian tuxedo. And I don't think we have... Pretty much. Yeah, I didn't send Clark the photo, but the opening ceremonies, Canada's got a, a t-shirt with the, the leaf in the middle, a fanny pack... And shorts, I think. I don't know. But they, I, I don't mind them. They're more casual than what I would maybe expect. But uh, they're good. I, difference being, here's the face-off. I wouldn't wear either. Doesn't mean I don't like them. Right. Would you? No. And I think... Would you wear them? Probably not. That's not, not my stuff. The opening ceremony is Canada gear. I would absolutely wear it. We should have grabbed a photo of that. Um, but no. But I've just noticed on social media, everybody hates Canada's closing ceremonies with a jean jacket. Right. So we're kind of facing off against them, but Ew. I like uh, it. Well, that's our face-off against them. We like it. For the Ultimate Fan Zone, your one-stop shot for the sports fans on your list, visit the Man Cave downtown Moose Jaw and check out their Facebook page. And for the Mad Greek Restaurant, the Mad Greek and Moose Jaw, available for licensed dining, takeout, or delivery, head to the madgreekeatery.com for more information. I got to point this out for Mark Zozel from Melford, who said he was joking about us getting an NHL team. Oh, I see what you're saying. You were mocking the people that were saying it earlier in Canada, across the country. Okay. I see. Thank you, Mark. As Wayne and Victoria said, you, uh, what do you say? Humor doesn't come across in print. It's kind of tough sometimes. Yeah, or sarcasm or humor or whatever. That's right. Um, <laughs> from Monty. Goodbye. Great show. 
<laughs> Bye, my Monty. We got a minute and a half. How, how do you feel about Lisa McLeod, the Ontario Sport Minister, saying today they can't sign off on a CFL season at 2021? She said she's not in a position to sign off. Yeah, and I'm not surprised because I think where she's coming from is, look, it, I can't let you just go back to business. But she's, she's not saying that I don't feel comfortable signing off on the plan that's been presented by the CFL. We don't know that there's been a plan presented, a COVID plan, right? Yeah, they have. They've said they have. But No, they have. But it's not good enough then, right? Yes. Then that's what it is. Ding, ding, ding. Right? There you go. It's not good enough. Uh, my Dale Mike, my oil man buddy texting. Says, is tomorrow's poll, what should we call the new NHL team that we're getting in Regina? <laughs> what do you think, Lynch? That? Lynch loves it. We can manipulate I the like audience. it. I'll like believe it. what we tell them, right? We got 24 hours to come up with potential names for the NHL team in Regina. How about the Capitals? Wait a minute. That's right, Lynch. We can't get an NHL team. Then Calgary's going to want one. <laughs> <laughs> Right on cue. (laughs) I love it. Maybe on a football Friday, that'll be our thing. Tomorrow, we'll be talking uh, a global football draft recap. That'll be fun. All kinds of things. John Frenzy, Paul LaBerge, and Ryan McCarthy from Saratoga, New York. What time are you leaving me out? Okay, once I start hearing the music. So, uh, hey, tune in at 4 p.m. this afternoon. Darren and I will have the call of the Regina Pats and the Saskatoon Blades, 4 p.m. in the Dub Hub on Access Now Television. And uh, that's it. Thank you to Brian Munns, Matthew Barnaby, and most of all you for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. Mountain, noon Eastern, here on Game Plus, Facebook, YouTube Live. Sebastian Everybody's clapping. They're, they're just clapping that you, the thought of you passing away. You're all, you're all <laughs> Everybody's like, I can hear them laughing over here. What does that say? I, I don't know, think they right? like you. I guess not. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.